0: Welcome to the episode that will answer all of your Reds' questions. Well, then again, probably not. But anyway, I'm Jeff.
1: And I'm Tom. I'm Kim.
0: You guys... Pick it up a little bit there. Like I it. couldn't remember. It was My a, big, There was a big yeah, pause. Sorry. A second. Getting... Well, that's like their Reds batting order. Nobody knows what day they, where they're batting from day to day. Anyway, so it moves around so much. So <laughs> anyway, we're the three old Reds fans coming to you from Studio 82, just down the street from our good friends at Beans in the heart of Cedarville, the famous birthplace and final resting place of Reds legend Bumpus Jones. Uh, be sure to subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app or website and leave us a review anywhere you do that please leave us a review um and if you're on itunes make it a five star and i don't know about all the other ones maybe they're four or five star too but do that help other people find us that'd be cool and our podbean.com website you can support us nobody is yet but maybe you could be the first for as little as a dollar a month
1: it's a, uh, invest- a, a great It's investment. a great
0: investment absolutely so guys um this is an exciting podcast the last time <laughs> the last time we talked we were uh talking about the season about the start and now it's pretty far in here 25
1: games to be exact did any of us expect are, five and 20
0: we are five and 20 uh no I did not no way this is the worst 25 game start in Red's history if you remember when we talked last time they were off to that two and right two and whatever start and I said well and we had six and 15 was it six and nineteen? Four four times they went six and nineteen.
1: It's like 1931 was the last worst 31, record.
0: 31, 34, 50, and 86, and then in 86 they actually turned it around and won 86 games with Rose and Parker and those guys. But um, I don't know if that's going to happen this year.
1: Yeah, they don't have a Rose or a Parker.
0: So yeah, off to the bad start, and then Brian Price gets fired. What did we think of that decision?
1: I I feel bad for Brian Price because um, I don't think anybody thinks it was his fault. But it it was a a move by the organization to say, we're not going to be satisfied with this bad start. We are going to do something. So I think that's what prompted them to make the move.
0: Right, and I think it did too. What did you think of it, Kim?
1: I don't
2: disagree with any of that. I I just, I I guess I look at that as a, a superficial issue. In other words, Tom, your comment we're not satisfied with a start. Well, for me, I'm not satisfied with what we've seen from leadership. Can't the, agree more. The office, I, I, and and I don't put it on Dick Williams. I put it all on Jockety, and who's the owner? Castellini. Yeah, yeah. Those two. They they have. I, I think one of y'all said it when we heard Price was let go. There's no plan in place. Right. They're scrambling. What? Who's going to be the manager? And well, he, that yeah. And so you know, I felt for Price because he had no tools to work with
1: all along, all along. So. And I think what we've all talked about is there's some really good young talent coming up from Winker and Suarez is, is now going to be a great player and. Sinzel soon. We got Sinzel, we hope, and Hunter. I mean, I think we have some good foundation there. Shed long. But but what we're not doing is is giving Joey Votto any help, right? I mean, uh, Duval. Well he's a solid player is not the leader that they need on the he's a, he's a season he's young Duval's young a young guy.
0: Well they're all under yeah he's in his 20s yeah so I mean late 20s.
1: I mean I think that's probably why they had Bronson stay around last year right to provide that experience but
0: yeah so it's interesting that um, you talked about not having a plan in place. Which I think means that they were committed to Brian Price going into the season. They didn't think anything that they didn't they didn't see this coming. They didn't think that was going to happen at all. Agreed. And so they decided, let's make a change for whatever reasons. I mean, they say they give you reasons, but if you listen to them talk, they really don't say anything very specific. They talk a lot. It's kind of like politicians. Yeah. And I think the fact that they don't have a plan in place. I'm kind of okay with the more I think about it because I want them to go out and find somebody who can really manage and who isn't managing in the 1980s anymore and is thinking more like today because I think we had that with Dusty. You know, Dusty would never use Chapman more than three outs, for instance. Right. He would never do that. Price would not... Price was similar in that regard. He would use Iglesias a little more, but, you know, he wouldn't put... And they were, say we in Riggleman's the same way. He said he was asked about his bullpen usage and he's hemmed and hawed a little bit. And he's talked about Peralta, Iglesias, and I guess who Garrett right now. I think it was the third one. You know, when are you going to use them? Well, when we're tied or ahead. Well,
2: yeah. I mean, no, how often does that no.
0: happen? How often does that happen with this team in the first place? That's why you're not seeing very many innings out of those guys. You know, the other night, it was a game last week. I think it was one of Riggleman's early first games. And they're down, what, one or two runs in the seventh, and they bring in Quackenbush, and all of a sudden it's a a 9-4 to game or whatever they blew them out. It's like, it's just, I want somebody who will, like, you know, we're in the game, let's put good guys in the game. Let's not just put somebody else in there and wait and hope we get tied and then we'll use our good guys. Well, let's keep the game close. Just thinking a little differently, like that. I mean, I okay, give...
1: but but Jeff, a manager is not going to turn around the Cincinnati Reds. No, he's not. It's but not going to come from the manager. He's
0: not. I'm not saying that. Uh, what I am saying is that when we have the players to be better, I want a manager in place who will manage well and not do stuff like that that doesn't make sense to me. So
1: I'm and, interested from you two guys, Kim and Jeff, the whole metric stuff and uh, the turn to managing by by stats, by, by metrics. Um, there's a, a young group of managers now, Philadelphia manager uh, Boone with the Yankees. There's another guy I can't remember. There's a there's a group of oh, the Dodgers manager. They're heavy into the mm-hmm. Sabre metrics for their decisions. So it, do you think this is a, a trend for the future? Are we going to see this and we're not going to have the gut managers anymore, the Dusty Bakers? Well,
0: I don't know. How much was it gut? I, I don't know. How gut it was then. I think they always had percentages they played. Well, maybe it's not gut, but it's baseball one one, right? To... And they're playing different percentages. The game. There's nothing wrong with the game changing. I mean, it it does change. I mean, nobody, you know, if a starter gets you five or six, that's about what that's about par for the course anymore. Um, there's a few guys that go deeper who are the very best pitchers at times, and they'll go deeper. But other than that. I mean, you saw Molly the other day. I mean, he gets in, he gets through six. He can't handle a seventh he's inning. Done. He's not. He's never done it. All the way up through the minors, he's never pitched that deep in games.
2: He's had a perfect well, game, no hitter.
0: I, okay, never. He did once, but as as a rule, those guys don't pitch deep in games coming up. So well, I Cam, think, I'm
1: interested. So from I here. think
0: I think I want to. I don't want it to be all about you know analytics and and math, but. Um, I mean, they've, it's always been the righty versus lefty, lefty, righty stuff. You know, that's 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 the same thing in a, in a way. I mean, that's playing percentages, right?
1: Not always. Depends on the pitch and well,
0: but Well, okay. Depends. There might be times you go against that, but you do it because for a really good reason. So I like a, I like a mixture of both, you know. Know your talent. You know, sometimes, you know, guy's hot. Maybe, norm- maybe the book says pinch hit him or pinch hit for him, but – He's a re- he's red hot letting bat. You know, I'm, I'm okay with that type of I'm stuff. I'm surprised too. to hear
1: you say that because you're a big sabermetrics guy. Well, I don't
0: know if I'm a big sabermetrics guy. I mean, I think it's interesting, and I think you have to pay attention to it. I think if you don't, um, there's a problem. But I think, you know, me, I, you know, the some of the stuff about well, the, the lineup's different all the time. You know, we can't decide on a leadoff hitter. Shebler and Winker are swinging to bat well. And Hamilton or Duvall or not why aren't Hamilton and Duvall being the platoon guys and let the other two guys play every day while they're hot? No all, right there. So Shelburne comes back, plays three days, hits a big home run one night, and the next day he's out of lineup. Does that make any sense?
1: Nope. Kim, nope. <laughs> nope. what do you think about this? What kind of manager do you think the Reds are get?
2: You know, you see money ball and you see the, the, the value of the thinking. Mm-hmm. There's a lot that needs to be adopted by teams on that, and a lot have. You can never take out the hunch, the gut feeling, as y'all said. You play your percentages. If that's a guy that's all about hunches, it's a guy all about metrics, so be it. Just get a guy who's winning. up. I do want to respond to something you said, that Brian Price and Dusty, you you looked at them the same. I
0: think they're about the same.
2: I'm going to disagree. Let me tell you why. When Dusty brought up Billy Hamilton, I think the first game, the first series against Pittsburgh, for the most part, all that Billy did was pinch run. That's it. The lineup was always the same. When Brian took over, Billy played right away. I think Billy even started right away.
0: Yeah, that was what about the managers, same. That happened at the same what time. What
2: managers yeah. do you see that will take a leadoff hitter and, and put, you know, other than. Um, um, our friend from Chicago. Madden, he did some of that.
0: Okay, I, I, I'll give him a little credit nut- for doing a little bit, but I, I don't...
2: I'm telling you, Dusty would not have batted the pitcher eighth. I agree with you. Dusty would not have had a Shebbler, a, uh, a winker in the leadoff spot. It is so non traditional, yes. But it, I, my comment was at least Brian Price was trying things to, to make a move. Well, I don't
0: disagree that they're different in some ways. I just I think when kind it of comes to pitching, handling pitching, they're 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 pretty much the same. And I think he's done a little bit more, but I also see a guy who like can't make up his mind what to do with Billy. And that's a tough one. I mean, you want Billy to be that leadoff guy, but
2: I mean, I mean late-inning defensive replacement. What was it last you know, night? We, did if, I text if, you guys if, if, on if, Billy and and it was that pitch and it was just way out of the zone. He swung it, and I texted doesn't this guy ever watch film? I agree. Does he watch film just to watch himself? Oh, here's what I said to you guys to remind, well, I know, me, and... to remind me the other night to talk about it because yeah. it's too long to text. Billy, so many times, and you love it that he's having fun, okay? But how many times have you seen him swing and miss and walk back to and he's got this big smile on his face? and I would rather have, and, and Winker did this last night. Winker hit a pop-up. And he probably said the F word, which I don't like, but he was mad and he slammed the bat down. down. Vado, when he does that, and he does say the F word, he slams the bat down. I would rather have a guy who is that intense and they will go back and you know they will be watching film and working at getting better and taking counsel on being in the batting practice. I just don't see that in Billy Hamilton. All I see is, yes, I know I'm good in the outfield. I know I can cover ground better than anyone else in Major League Baseball. And I know I can run. There's probably no one better than me. And if I'd stayed healthy the past two years, I would be the stolen base king. Those are my strengths. I'm going to go with it. And I just don't get the feeling, and I hate saying that, but I don't know. But I just don't get the feeling that he is a student of the game and will study to get better where he needs to get better. I
0: think think the evidence suggests that. I mean, we can't prove that that's, that's true.
2: professorial comment, you know? That? What's that? What I just said? What you said? just said? You're professorial. Well, it's literally.
0: Literally, I, I am. Uh, however, well, you just threw me off. I, that's a big word for you. Uh, the uh, <laughs> You're just all jazzed because the Jets just picked Sam Darnold. Oh, that's what I you're am. jazzed about. I am. I've got to admit, I so, At any rate... I think what is happening with Billy, to give him the benefit of the doubt a little bit,
2: yeah,
0: I'll just play the other side of it. Uh, I'm not saying you're wrong, but I'll just play the other side of it. I think that's his personality. Billy is a positive, fun-loving guy, and that's his personality. That's like a, I, I equate that I to like that
2: part. I equate that to nervous laughter. But so is Joe Morgan. But Joe Morgan, he was serious.
0: Yeah, I. But I, I just, I just wonder that that's his personality. Is he in the film room studying? Is he working as hard as he can? Maybe he is, and maybe he's just not that good.
1: Yeah, maybe he just can't make the maybe adjustments. He
0: just not maybe he's just not the talent, the hitting talent that those other guys are. I mean, that's very possible. Now, if he's not working at it, my thought was if he's not if he if he's not really applying himself and trying. I think they'd have cut him loose
2: if they saw that in him. That's what I well, wonder. see, I, I just wonder if the, if that's just who he is. My gut feel is, yeah, he he knows his strengths, and he's none better in the outfield, none better than running the bases. And it's hard to, it's hard to let go of that. But I agree with your comment. Why not have Winker and Shebler and those other two, you know, Platoon. rotate?
0: I mean, if uh, you look at but if you believe
2: Duvall's batting average, yeah,
0: but if you believe and if you if you believe in the WAR stat, wins above replacement, the last year, I mean, Billy and Duval, their WAR and probably this year, I haven't looked at it, they're they're essentially the same. So really, even though most people would say Duvall the last two last year, whatever, was a better player than Hamilton because of the hundred RBIs, mm-hmm. you get. The same value out of either one, it, you just get it in different ways and in different things. Does that make sense? Well, Overall value is fairly even. It's just you get different things from okay. one guy and different things from the other. And there's a lot of stuff you don't get from either one of them.
2: If Duvall could hit two, you know, you know my two seventy. Yeah. Say if Duvall could hit two sixties and do the twenty-five to thirty homers, yeah, <laughs> It'd be amazing. And do the ninety to hundred RBI's with his defense. And, and, and I and do it more consistently. It. But right now, he is just an almost an automatic out at know, the plate. Billy. If Billy could bat 260, I know. walk, get on base, but, I would take it. Well, now, you said earlier, okay, some things to talk about. A little positive. I have to say Peraza has been a pleasant surprise. Yeah, he's playing... Did you see the stat the other night? That he leads the major leagues. He had the longest consecutive at-bats without striking out. Right, A right. shocker.
0: Well, that's... I, yeah, he he's, so, he's playing, and he's playing a good shortstop.
2: Yes, and so you got A. Eugenio he's playing back a far better playing shortstop a third, and
0: Scooter plays second base.
2: But i <laughs> but Riggleman scares me that he's a little bit too much of that traditional mindset. I, I, yeah, I, okay, I, but,
0: I I hope he's not the manager long term. Oh, I, I'd be shocked. Okay, but I, guys,
1: so we're we're. Changing the subject the, Brown, the Browns would take Baker
2: Mayfield first,
0: okay? Yeah, and oh, no. no, wait, they did. They just, they just made a, a very intelligent pick by drafting Denzel Ward from Ohio State. When so.
1: pigs fly, or when the Browns take Baker Mayfield first? Oh, yeah. They did. yeah. So we're dancing around here, guys. The problem with the Reds is not what managers in the dugout. Oh, I know. It's Great. not the out. It's Great. not Billy, or the outfield rotation.
0: No, those are all symptoms of the big problem. The problem
1: is we we have double-A and triple-A players that are on Too half many. the team and half the pitching staff. Yeah. That they should still be in the minor leagues right now developing.
0: Right. We've had to develop pitchers at the major league level because the ones we had got old like Bronson Arroyo and can't pitch anymore. Homer missed almost all of last season. Scalfani, last couple of seasons. Yeah, and, Well, I'm thinking of like last year and this year, but you're right, last couple. De Scalfani is like missing in Past action. Last season and a half. He's like... You know, he could be on the other side of the world. Nobody know it. Finnegan's missed a lot of time. Finally, looked a, looked like he might be finding himself a little bit the other night. But, yeah, a but bit. Just a little, just a little. I mean, I'm. You know, hey, let's look for something positive. But yeah, so that's part of it. I mean, that's why we've got these guys up there,
1: okay. and
0: and because we won't go out and bring anybody in. Yes. So that's, that's where I wanted one. to
1: go next. So what's gonna what would prove to you guys that the Reds really care about winning? To me, it's you got to go out and spend some money. The next off you got to, perfect. I next you gotta, off you gotta, Tom, well,
2: you and I are agreeing a lot more lately than we ever have. But dur- during the year,
1: during the during this year, during, if we want to put people in the seats instead of the seventy people that seem to be behind Agreed. the backstop Agreed. every night, I can't pay the on. pay the money, make aggressive trades, uh, sign some people that are about to go into free agent or whatever, and act like you care about winning.
0: Well, yeah. we we goofed up. Last year, big time when we we should have traded Cozart if we could have gotten anything for him. Instead, we he let got him hurt. go for nothing.
1: They, I, I think, my my gut feels they were to going it. to, but then he got hurt uh, at the wrong that time. That could
0: be true. That could be true. That's just some bad luck. I mean, that's what right. We've had a lot of bad luck. Billy
1: might be a good trade bait for somebody that has a gap in center field or scooter. You know, scooter, scooter might you, be as well because you're
2: going to bring. All right. I mean, Landino has been hitting the. Hitting the ball well. Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. He, he still got off to a be bad in the minor start. Leagues. Uh, agreed. But Tom, my point is, okay, you get rid of Scooter, you have Sinzel in the infield, you have Blandino as a backup. You, you've got positions covered in the infield. You really do. And Scooter is probably going to yield you more in return, yeah, probably other is. than Vado than anyone else, at least that I can think of. Maybe Iggy. I was um, thinking position player. Yeah, yeah. Yes, Iggy for sure. He's
0: about the only th- kind of trades to get made anymore are. Prospects for good players. Well, it's no, about, late
1: late in the season they'll fill well, in okay. open spots. Yeah,
0: but you can. But for the most part, it's that. So I'm not willing to give up prospects. No. I'm not willing to trade Senzel or Long no. or Trammell or Siri no. or or I'll trade or Robert, Castillo Yeah, Camillo's I'll trade Camillo. Robert Stevenson. But who wants that guy? But, but so, go back to
2: Tom's know. comment and and your, to answer your question, he answered it for me. What will give us faith? that the Reds are serious about winning? Spending money, because they had their chance with Christian Yellick, and they didn't do anything.
1: Well, Marlins were having a... a fire sale. Fire well,
2: sale. I mean, and yeah. the Reds didn't what, do anything what did the about bre- it.
0: What did the Brewers give up for him? I don't remember. I don't
2: know, but remember the Brewers also got the guy from Philadelphia.
0: Yeah, and it, the question is, did the, did the Brewers um, uh, and the Cardinals got Ozuna? Did the Reds... I, want, I wonder if the Reds actively pursued and made offers and got outbid? Or did they just sit back and do
2: nothing? I suspect, we'll never know, based in the middle, the, the I, small market. I, yeah.
0: And I suspect, too, that we got less to offer people because of the... Right now, we're paying for a farm system that got really bad for a few years. Yes. We're paying for that. You know, Under
2: Jockey's direction. Yeah
0: and, and yeah, and whoever else. It got really bad, and so now we're paying for it. We're right at the point now where the farm system is looking pretty good. It's one of the higher-rated ones in baseball now. I think I don't really? know the number that it gets, but I know that it has seen that seen that way. What do we do? Do we go through two more years of this, waiting for that? Do we trade any of that and try to for a quick fix?
1: They're going to lose their fan base.
0: Well, they've well they already have. I mean, but the thing yeah, is, but two more years. Thing is, is. As soon as they, as soon as they do win, they all come back. I mean, do you think anybody Astros. was going to Astros games when they were losing one hundred and twenty yeah. ten games?
1: It's interesting. The Braves, uh, mm-hmm. Lynn Howard was going. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, twice a year when he got went down.
1: They but. said today's game the attendance was forty two thousand. How could that be? For who? For, for today's Reds games?
0: Wow. Oh, Those tickets sold. I don't know. It was a special. Well, it was a noon game, so.
1: Oh, it's capacity. That's Sorry,
0: capacity. You looked at the capacity. Yeah, what, 11,900. ninety. Eleven thousand.
2: Even that's surprising.
0: Yeah, because it was under. It was under ten the other night um, when they actually won a game. So, what do you like about this team besides Joey Votto? The silence is deafening. That's
1: really hard.
2: <laughs> okay, you know we all love Votto. It's been really hard watching him struggle. It's been nice the past three games to see him actually hitting the ball further. Uh, But I love watching Winker. I I, I like your guy, Shebs. Yeah, he's hitting the ball hard. If he can stay healthy. hard. I like him. Um, Peraza, I mentioned about him. He seems to be – he's making strides. He's improving. Okay. Um, Suarez. Suarez and the fact that they have him locked up for several years. All right. You like Barnhart? Thank you for that. Of course. Who doesn't? You like Barnhart. Now, they, they will free up a lot of money after this year with Mesoraco because they had him to to a higher contract. So, really, Joey and Scooter, and isn't Scooter done after this year with his contract? Yes. Or does he have one more yeah, year? Yeah, this is it.
1: Mm.
2: Huh? This, this is, is it. his
0: last year under contract. So,
2: they'll free up some money, but will they go out and get someone? Because the one thing you cannot discount is having senior leadership veteran leadership in a the right on a bench leadership. the right either senior. any sport yes any sport basketball football baseball hockey with a team of youngins and you know you just look at what we have now and we just don't have anything in place that's done that. i think I bronson arroyo There's no good vocal was a good team. person on the bench but because I mean, he had won. He
0: had, won yeah, that. but he didn't play anymore. Other, that only goes so far.
2: When they picked up Scott Rowland. When they picked up Buddy Bell. Yeah. Those players brought something to the team that was sorely missing. Well,
0: maybe they'll find somebody like that next year. Maybe it'll be a pitcher. I don't know. But I I you know, there's no if there was a simple answer to this, the Reds would be fifteen and or whatever, twenty and five instead of five and twenty. I'll obvious... take twelve
2: and thirteen. <laughs> yeah. We'd still be fuzzy. <laughs> Ten and fifteen. Oh, we'd be
1: a lot
0: happier. Yeah, it wouldn't be as bad. Okay. Well, I don't know. If we saw anything else, but
1: now you're going to see Hunter Green. I'm going to see Hunter
0: you? Green um, Friday, to, which is tomorrow. We're taping this on right? Thursday night. He's going to be available to the media um, at five o'clock, and uh, I'm working for covering for Dayton Daily News this all weekend, all three games, and and um so he's gonna be available for that so i'll we'll be talking to him and i'll get a story online real quick because the the story of the game that night doesn't make it till the sunday paper and he's pitching saturday night so we'll we'll do an online story what he has to say because he got shelled the other night he didn't get out of the first inning gave up seven Seven runs on, on monday so you know that's gonna happen for a young guy like that obviously And so it'll be interesting to see what he has to say. I get to watching pitch Saturday night. I assume he'll be available to talk to reporters after the game Saturday night. I know they are managing his time. They're not letting people come in every day and talk to him. But I think day before a game, day after night of a game, I think they're going to do that uh, on a pretty regular basis. So it'll be interesting to see what he has to say. It'll be be fun to see him in person. You know, Mm -hmm. have have a good seat there press box right behind home plate so it'll be good to see that and see what he does um so looking forward to that our trivia question last week names on the back of uniforms you came up the first time nobody can find the answer so if anybody knows the answer to that let us know it was the trivia question of the game that Marty did. give us a tweet or a facebook page let us know um, if you happen to know the answer to that i thought let's bring back throwback thing this week and we'll, we'll we'll do this as our last segment here and I got to thinking, you know, this this season is so bad so far. I mean, it could get better. It's got, well, they're not going to be this bad all year. Um, they can't be. That would be like a record for most losses ever. Don't say that. They've got to get better. Because I think, overall, there's some things that are better. It's just not enough. It's so much inconsistency. But anyway, 1970. Now, not, we don't remember that very well, if at all. I was four. Okay. So... Who was the manager? Sparky Anderson. Sparky Anderson. So they won the West. Do you know how many games they won that year? Do you remember?
2: Have you ever seen that? I don't know.
1: Hundred ninety nine. 102.
2: I was going to say 102.
1: Wow. I was going to say that.
0: And, of course, they lost to the Orioles in five games That's in like
1: the World they, Series. 76 was like that much, too, right?
0: Right. So they, so they lost to the Orioles in the World Series in um, five games, which is most famous for Brooks Robinson making
1: play all after kinds play, of play after,
0: after play, play at third base. That Team, you think of that as a veteran team, but think about the ages of some of those players. And I, I, I found this really interesting. How old do you think the oldest regulars on that team were? In the, in
2: the we know, bench was twenty two. Yeah.
0: Um. How old was Pete, Pete Rose? Pete had to have been about twenty eight. He was twenty nine. He and twenty nine. He and Tommy Helms, who they came up together, as I recall, they were both twenty nine. Tony, were,
2: Tony Perez was not that old.
0: No. Tony What was he
2: about 25? He was like
0: 26 or 27, something like that. I don't have all I don't have all the ages in front of me, but So, Bench was his first MVP award and Kim rattled off the stats earlier. What are they?
2: 45 148 and a 293 BA.
0: Yeah, and a 948 9, and a 932 OPS, which they didn't count back then, but oh, this more,
1: is more. what's OPS I, now?
0: On-base plus slugging. Okay. So that's his on-base average percentage plus his slugging percentage. Joey often is up around 1,000 or a little more. So 932 is getting it done. Yes, it is. Uh, Tony Perez was third in MVP voting that year. Third? Third. 40 homers, 129 RBIs, and he batted 317.
2: Wow. And I'm going to guess Lee May. Was that when Lee May had 28, 29 no, homers? No,
0: he had 34. And he drove in ninety four.
1: Wow, that's a murderous row right there. Those
0: man. three guys—that's why they won one hundred and two games. I mean, that's a big part of it. Um, when Rose was leading, and these off, guys right? were all in their twenties. They're all in their twenties. So <laughs> we look at our team, and say, "Oh, we're still young," but we're, a lot of our guys were similar ages to these guys, if not older. And these guys were obviously better players uh, by far. Pete Rose, Pete actually hit fifteen homers that year. Was the ball juiced in nineteen seventy? I don't know. Uh, Bob Gibson won the Cy Young that year, so it couldn't have been too juiced. Uh, he batted 316, had 205 hits, and he was seventh in MVP voting. So they had three players in the top seven MVP voting.
1: He hit 326.
0: Yeah, 316.
1: <laughs>
0: Bernie Carbo was second in rookie of the year voting that year. He hit 21 homers, drove in 63, and batted 310. Bobby Tolan, right fielder. Six, led the
2: National League, led the National League in stolen bases yeah, with fifty-seven.
0: Fifty-seven. He he also batted three sixteen, hit sixteen homers,
1: and
2: drove in eighty. Picked him up from the Padres, I think. Yeah. So possibly. Bench
1: won the MVP yeah. and didn't hit three hundred, but we had one, two, three, four guys hit better yeah. average than he
0: did. Right, right. But he was the you know batting probably batting cleanup forty.
2: And his you know, and his defense,
0: his defense, it was incredible. So the pitching staff. The wins leader that year was Jim Merritt. He went twenty and twelve with a four hundred eight, and he was only twenty six.
1: Hmm.
0: Uh, he threw two hundred thirty four innings. Um, Gary Nolan was only twenty two. He was he went eighteen and seven with a three twenty seven. Oh,
2: that's before his injury. Yeah, he,
0: he was a fireballer, and he threw two hundred and fifty innings. Jim McLaughlin yep. was fourteen and ten with a three fifty nine, and he was twenty six, and he was over two hundred innings. Uh, Wayne Simpson was only 21 and uh, of course his arm blew out maybe that year or the next year I guess he was 14 and 3 with a 302 and then the fourth guy that had the most fourth most starts they all had like over 20 starts the three main guys had like 30 some starts uh Tony Cloninger, he was 9 and 7 with a 383 and he was 29 so they had no starters over 20 they were all in their 20s even their relief corps. Wayne Granger had thirty five saves with a two sixty six. He was only twenty six. Clay Carroll had sixteen saves with a two twenty five. The Hawk. Yeah. He was only, he was twenty nine, so he was the elder statesman. Um, you know, no Merritt was fourth in the Cy Young. As I said, Bob uh, Gibson won it that year. And like in the top seven or eight guys in the Cy Young voting, four of them are Hall of Famers. You know, Fergie Jenkins. Mm-hmm. Gibson Seaver was like seventh, and there's another one up there that was a Hall of Famer. I can't remember off the top of my head. And then another guy that pitched out of the bullpen. Which, how many times have we talked about? I've brought up the fact that you know guys used to come up and sort of work their way out into the rotation out of the bullpen. Who was 19 and pitched out of the bullpen that year for the Reds?
1: And he later 40, became a starter.
0: 42 relief appearances, made two starts, had a 2.43 ERA. He was 19 years old.
1: No idea, righty or lefty?
0: You can say a righty, aren't you? Don Gullett.
1: It was Gullett? really. He was nineteen.
0: <laughs> nineteen seventy. Yeah, he was a phenom. He really was. Um, but they, they an had incredible arm... athlete. A great yeah, athlete. They had arm troubles back then too. You know, I mean, that, that team. You know that. That's why you know Sparky got blamed for a lot of that. Well, and then you know when they won the World Series, you Captain know he Hook. got he became Captain Hook, and he wasn't gonna burn any arms out anymore. Uh,
2: well, they had Merritt, Wayne Merritt. Jim, this, Merritt. Jim Merritt got injured. Yeah. And Simpson get injured. They had a lot yeah. of it. You're right. They had and a lot no of injuries. Struggled. Who's the general
1: manager them. back there for the
2: Reds? Uh,
0: Bob Hausman. Bob Hausman. I don't know what year he took over, but well, he's the one that built the. He's the one, one that built. He's the one that made the big trade in '72 because '71 they had a bad year. So they, they did. made. So they made it. Tr- they made all these trades. Brought Morgan in and all that.
1: Talk about a bold guy. That, I mean,
0: look at the- And that really changed things because he traded Lee May. He traded Tommy Helms you know and it was uh it was a bit controversial at the time trade of
2: Woody Woodward too
0: yeah and Woodward and Concepcion basically split time at shortstop that year was it Woodward yeah hmm. and, and basically... remember who he
2: got Woodward for George Foster
0: yeah yeah that was the Foster trade and he got him from the Giants so anyway so that's sort of our you know it can be done with young guys and guys in their 20s um, which the Astros really proved last year, because I bet you most of those Astros are in their 20s. I don't know how old Altuve is, but yeah. he's, but a lot of those guys are young. And that's what you got to do it with. I mean, really the best players in baseball right now, for the most part, are in their 20s. You know, Harper, uh, Trout. Trout. Uh, this Acuna guy looks like a stud that just came up for the Braves. Did you see how far he hit that home run today? Yes. I saw it on replay. He crushed
2: it. You see it. the kid the kid picked it up, put it in his backpack and ran about. He was all excited. And someone said, I hate to see a Reds he... going and hate... he said
1: to the negotiations <laughs> I hate to see a
0: Reds fan get that excited about getting a home run from another guy. But well, it was, was his first, it was Acuna's homer. first homer, and this guy could be, you know, a superstar. So I get that. But and he's fast too. You know. He's fast.
2: Um, oh boy, I did not realize the Braves were as Prolific in offense oh. as they are until this yeah. series. Yeah, well, Freddie
0: Freeman's a machine. That guy just hits. Yeah, he's amazing. It's like he comes up and gets a hit every time. Inciarte. He? Yeah, he's really good. And he's a good center fielder. Suzuki. Inciarte made two great plays off the wall, like that that play that where Duvall was yeah. out, but then they replayed, re, it. replayed it and reversed it, and the guy missed. The guy was too high with the tag and missed him. Let him get in under it. Mm-hmm. They took him out of the game after that, too, that catcher, didn't they? Yeah. Enough's enough. <laughs> Enough's enough. You know, so,
1: go tag on the base, not the person.
0: Right, and that's what he did, and they blew, he blew it. So. Okay, guys, well, I thought we'd end on that kind of nice memory of, yeah, of a team, a a team that can really get it done. And, you know, I think this rebuild is obviously not even close to being done, and I don't know that this version of the rebuild will be anything that ever gets us into the playoffs. I think we're going to have to – I think there's going to be a bit of a reset to this at some point. Mm-hmm. There's going to have to be.
1: Um, to be unless, a time we're, where
0: they, unless we're willing to sit here and do nothing for two more years. Honestly,
1: there's going to be a time where they have to give up on people, right? Yeah. They're going to have to.
0: Well, yeah, and it's getting close on that for Hamilton. Yep. And, and, and dude, Duvall, and Duvall having two nice years and then not doing much after that in your 20s, that's what, what, not unheard what, of in baseball. There's a lot of guys that – like,
2: have a couple good years, and then they just sort so the of never do with anything. The problem was it was after the All-Star game right. in two consecutive right. years. That, right. That's the but, problem But, I mean, when Duval. you look
0: at sort of – I guess what I'm saying is when you look at, like, oh, those are nice numbers for a whole season, which they are. They are. For the most part. But he petered out and, and then you could look – a lot of guys over the course of the history, baseball, you know, like, man, they're 26, they're looking good. and By the time they're 30, they're done. You know, they mm-hmm. just they just don't have it anymore. And I don't know why that happens to guys, but it does it's that able to be good over a long period of time is difficult so i think i think in 2 years from now you you'll see winker and, and maybe cheburny in the outfield and somebody else you're not going i don't think you're going to see hamilton in our outfield I don't think you're gonna see Duval in our outfield. Taylor
2: Trammell, what positions? Taylor Trammell, he's an so outfielder. Outfield.
0: Yeah, he and Siri are outfielders. I think
2: there's good chance we'll see him.
0: Could see one of them. You're gonna see Sinzel in the lineup somewhere. Mm-hmm. You might still see Peraza. You're gonna see Suarez and Vado. You might see a long Shed Long's hitting like 350 right now or something crazy starting the season. You might see, uh, uh, you know, who knows? I mean, you know, Tucker Barnard, catching could take a toll, and in two years, he might he might not be the same. And we got another young guy coming up to catch. You just don't know. I know. But then Tucker Stevens could be good Stevens for. Off to a good but Tucker start, could, Tyler add, Stevenson. yeah. Tucker could give us a good six seasons. So you just don't know. Anyway. All right. Well, we'll we'll wrap it up. We won't drag it on forever. Um, anyway. So well, in keeping with our low expectations for this team, <laughs> <laughs> which have gotten lower. <laughs> the next time you hear from us, hopefully the Reds will have won a series. Which we were hopeful for today. Oh, hey,
2: we have swept the Cubs. We
0: swept the Cubs in a one-game series, but you know, officially win a series. But if not, uh, we'll still have something to look forward to. I don't know what it'll be, but it's we'll have something.
2: Great seats.
0: Great, great seat. seats when we go. If you want to go, it's and great make seats. Our debut don't have the to go to anymore. Good, good <laughs> seats. Good seats are still available. Oh, They're man. good seats in terms of close to the field, but I don't know how good they are if you got to watch this team play. So we'll see. Anyway. Until next time, go Reds. Go Reds. Go Reds.